Smoking Live. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. I like to smoke them like some Winston Churchill. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, children of all ages. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live from the Casa de Monte Cristo in lovely Boynton Beach, Florida, on this wonderful winter day. And with me, of course, is always the inventorable Honest Abe. Good morning. And everyone's favorite person of interest on a day like today, the lovely Lady M. Thank you. On a day like today. And, well, what, because it's today. a winter day? No, because today is the day where you have entered the world, and we must remember it for always. It's her birthday. Oh, yes. What are the odds that it'd fall on a Saturday morning? Uh, well, uh, it did that a couple and of years ago. And I'm here. <laughs> that, that's the odd part. That's, that is the odd part that is accepted. It's because I'm getting old, and I no longer celebrate like a teenager. Really? Yeah. So what are you doing this weekend? Uh, we're actually going up to Universal to go ride roller coasters. Yeah, we don't celebrate like a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, we celebrate like adults. Going up to Universal, Duncan, Just, Dylan, and oh, I. Do you guys yep, do? family trip. I haven't done that park yet. You know what? I offended, I offended somebody very badly because I said that I was going up to Disney. I thought that it was a Disney park. I thought that they're all Disney parks. Why would someone get offended? They, Paul is like a, our producer is a hardcore Disney. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Really well, he's one of them Disney people, oh my you God. know? No, but she she said something about, oh, we're going up to Disney. We're going to do this. And, and then she said Islands of Adventure. Yeah, that's but where that's, we're going. That, no, no, no. That's that, Disney. Wait, that's are you going to Islands of Adventure yeah. or Universal Studios? Islands of, Islands of Adventure is Universal. It's Yeah, they're two separate parks, but they're owned by Universal. Yeah. But they have nothing to do but with But there Disney. is a Universal Studios park. Yes. Yeah, no. we're going to Islands of Adventure. There you go. Yeah. There you go. We're going on the adventure. But they came after Disney. There was nothing there. Disney built, and then everybody else copied them. Yeah, I understand, but why do you care? I, no it just bothers me. Really? Sorry, it just bothers me. Really? Okay, and yeah. that's it for Paul. Thanks, Paul. I'm going to shut yeah. the mic up now. So we're going to carry on because I mean, no one really cares. Carry just say, I'm going to Orlando. Yeah. That's it. That's all you really have to say is, I'm going to Orlando. Everybody knows something's going on there. That's it. That's all there is to it. Because we're here broadcasting live from the lovely Casa de Monte Cristo in Boynton Beach, Florida. We've got a fantastic guest, Steve Saka of Dunbarton hey! Tobacco and Trust. <laughs> he, used a, he used to do a segment for us, like regular. Oh, yeah. Called Sockalicious. Sock Sock Science. Oh, Sockal Science. I thought we had a Sockalicious once. Uh, there's been a lot of things. Yeah, I can't remember Steve what has often it. been a guest, often contributor to Kiss My Ash Radio, but never live in person. Oh, so, really? Is this the first time live? No, I think I was one time. Yeah. Really? Get your facts straight before you start... Talking about this it man's got air. a face for radio. He is ready. Uh, that could be the funniest thing you've ever said in there. That was pretty good. Yes. Mark that down as a day to live in infamy. On her birthday, Lady M made a joke. It's fantastic. 
And it's going to be a lot of fantastic. We're going to talk to Steve about what's going on with Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, his new tobacco company, which has been highly rated. Also, this week came out as Half Wheel's number one company of the year. Yes. Well, he's got he, – he, Steve, uh, fortunately, uh, mm-hmm. has been bombarded with a lot of accolades uh-huh. from last year and this year. Yeah. So he's come out of the gate running. Well, I mean, that's probably the only thing that's running. But, yeah, right. he, yeah. He, his company came out of the gate running. Yeah. Probably the last thing it ran <laughs> I don't think Steve's been jogging no. in many, many years. No. No? Probably not. And neither of you two. No. Yeah. I admit <laughs> to that. Be honest here. I admit to that wholeheartedly. <laughs> I don't want to go jogging. No, but both him and I sat at a poker table last night. It looked like there was a 12-man table all of a sudden. Because, uh, I, I literally made all eight other players, like, scrunch. So, like, Move. Got, so we sat comfortably. We were, like, two triple wides sitting at a poker table. Oh my! Eh, so good. he's got always interesting stuff and points of views and opinions. So absolutely, should be a very interesting show today. Yes, every week here on Kiss My Show, we like to give fantastic things away. Our good friends over at Zycar, maker of the finest cutters and letters for life. Last week they gave away a Zycar two-way humidification pack. Uh, congratulations to Derek Carpenter, who won last week's caption contest. Head over to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page, where you can see Derek's comment and all the other fantastic comments that were made, as well as get to participate in this week's caption contest, where you can take home a metal V-cut valued at $55. All you have to do is place a fantastic caption on, well, some of the shenanigans from last week's studio with the nuts that fell on the floor and Lady M and Paul, Paul trying to clean. Paul was my nuts up. That's, that's yes. what it what it was. Yes. Well, technically, they were Lady M's nuts. Well, yes, they were Lady M's but nuts. But Abe yeah. dumped them all over the I, floor. I dumped them? You fumbled them. You let go before my hand got there. Your hand's pretty big. It should have caught that. No, you had a dimensional, like, <laughs> visual issue, perception. No one had had enough coffee. Let's just leave it up to that. Yeah, speaking of coffee. Derek Carpenter, congratulations. You're going to take home that fantastic package. And you can also get a chance to just go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page, put your caption, and you can be the... Fantastic winner of a brand new Metal V cut. Those caption contests have really taken traction. Really? People are having fun with them. Yeah, you don't even look at it, do you? Well, the Mariah Carey one was pretty funny. I'm not on the book face. No, I'm on the book face. Yeah, they've they've gotten traction, man. There's a lot of people who are enjoying uh, making funny posts on it. I'd like to think it has something to do with me, and uh, uh, I'm here for the gangbang photo from a few weeks ago. Well, really got it going. You definitely draw them out when we put you up there, yes. Obviously. I hey I have I take I photograph horribly. I've got edge, a, I've already shows. have a photo for next week that I'm thinking of. I'm going to pull out of my archives. Oh of boy. Adam Kay. All right. So what's our poll question from the folks at Recluse? All right. Every week our good friends over at Recluse like to give away a five pack of cigars. You could take home that five pack of cigars. All you have to do is go and participate in the Kiss Mash Radio Iconic Leaf Poll of the Week. Last week we asked you. Wow. What are you looking forward to most in 2017? I'm, I feel actually. Uh, Pride on this question. Uh, yeah, brand new season of KMA episodes, 38%, tied with President Trump. Wow. So, wow. Is my ash radio is We're relevant? just as relevant as the presidency. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Virtual reality and the new DeLorean car came in at a 10%. Tied. And Amazon Prime Air, a far distant 3% at the end. Yeah, to be honest, I could care less whether my my package got delivered by a drone or by truck, as long as it gets delivered by the time I you know, expect I think it, it. I think it'd be pretty cool if a drone showed up at my front doorstep. Um, I got to tell you, I don't know if I'd be able okay that excited about it. I, I just see too many people just shooting them down. Yeah. <laughs> We're going over my property. <laughs> we know drones going over my land. We are being Boom. invaded. That's what I would I would hear from far too many people, especially the crazy neighbor next door who doesn't know what's going on. All right. What's the new poll question this week? What is your favorite of the choices below? Where is your favorite place to enjoy a fine cigar? 
the local cigar shop, your porch, the beach, a car, the man cave, or the backyard? I'll let you guess mine. Uh, the beach. Yes. How well do you know me? Unfortunately, too well. Yeah, unfortunately. If you want to take home a five-pack from our good friends over at Recluse, all you have to do is go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and participate in that poll. Cast your vote, and you could take home a five-pack. It's that simple because we here at Kiss My Ash Radio like to give stuff away. We are giving kinds of people. All right, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk to Sockalicious himself, Steve Sokka of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Keep it lit. Cigar lovers everywhere, pay attention from America's biggest and baddest cigar extravaganza, The Great Smoke. Come witness cigar nirvana at this epic expo. This is a must experience for any cigar lover. Meet and mingle with our very special guests this year. For more information on this epic event or to purchase tickets, visit thegreatsmoke.com. That's thegreatsmoke.com. Order your tickets today. Very limited availability. Smoke in, continuing the cigar journey like no other. Russian standard vodka. Like this, it seems complex. Like this, so simple. But look closer, and you see it's both. Simple because it's made from soft glacial water and the finest Russian winter wheat. Complex because it's distilled over 200 times with the principles of Russia's greatest scientist. Simple ingredients, complex technology, bursting forth the incredible, ultra-clean, smooth, and delicious Russian standard. This is vodka as it should be. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars. And in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. 
offered in Connecticut, SunGrown, or Maduro. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Cigar lovers everywhere, pay attention. America's biggest and baddest cigar extravaganza, The Great Smoke. Come witness Cigar Nirvana at this epic expo. This is a must experience for any cigar lover. Meet and mingle with our very special guests this year. For more information on this epic event or to purchase tickets, visit thegreatsmoke.com. That's thegreatsmoke.com. Order your tickets today. Very limited availability. Smoke in. Continuing the cigar journey like no other. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. And we are enjoying the Entourage theme song. Well done, Colin, as we are broadcasting live from the Cassidy Monte Cristo here in lovely Boynton Beach, Florida. Lady M actually got it right. Yeah, but this one that was an easy one. Yeah, not to mention if the movie hadn't come out just uh, like a year ago. She I've never seen the movie. She didn't even know the movie yeah. came out. Are you I've serious? never even seen the movie. She has no idea they made a movie. It was, no beer this morning? It, it was not good. No Modelo in the morning? No, there's a new Emily no, 2017. No, no, no champagne? No. Do we need to pop some bottles? No, honestly. Nope. You sure? No, because I don't want to be exhausted by 12 uh, o'clock. I'm going to be asleep. I gotta, you got, you got, got a three-hour car ride. You got a three-hour nap. You could recharge. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I have an espresso coming. Somebody, somebody get the girl some champagne or no, something. No, I don't on. want champagne because I don't want the Wycliffe. A little white wine? I don't want the Wycliffe. Give her <laughs> You're a gonna split. You're going to pop a bottle of Louvre? Sure, I'll, I'll drink I'll, that. I'll upgrade. Give her the split. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And with that, it's time for We Consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it. And stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, Kiss My Ash Radio is pleased to welcome a man, a myth, a legend of his own persona in the cigar industry. Cigars Without Compromise is the expression of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, closely held ethos and states in just three simple words, everything they stand for. Cigars are more than just a passion for Dunbarton, they are life. Regarded as a cigar expert throughout the industry and by his own fruition, Steve Sock is an experienced cigar maker, prolific author regarding cigars and black tobaccos, a forefather within the online media, which is true, and a dynamic tobacco industry executive. Please welcome Steve Saka to Kiss My Ash Radio. Steve, welcome, buddy. Boy, that sounds really good when you get to write it yourself, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you know they'll get it right that way. Yes, That's for sure. Very true. Uh, that got for spell check. <laughs> right. So interesting. I want to start off. We had, we had a surprise visitor this morning. Yeah. I, I was shocked. In fact, I walked in and said hi to everybody. I walked right by him three times. Wait, is he on uh, his way to golf down south? No, he knew Steve uh, was going to be here. He was texting. Just because you're so self-absorbed in your own little world that you don't pay attention. Oh, it's going to be one of those shows. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh. All right. No yes. Problem. I'm ready. <laughs> give, give me that champagne. <laughs> Told you. Oh, yeah. It's going to be one of those shows. But, no, I mean, um, he was texting us actually both at the same time last night, not knowing that we were sitting across the table from each other. But um, Lou Rothman was in here yeah. earlier, and uh, J.R. Cigars, founder J.R. Cigars. And 
he's how you originally got in the cigar industry, isn't it? Yeah, well, uh, it originally, uh, you know, obviously I was a cigar geek consumer before, and I was doing all the media. I was blogging before the word blogging had ever he got was. invented. And, and just for the record, you were just about as unpleasant as a consumer as you are. As Absolutely. I was actually worse. He really was. In fact, I, 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 I can he, tell you right now, <laughs> I think I ran the only legitimate cigar ratings ever. I mean, we literally had totally ratings like it that was. went. We, yeah, we told it exactly like it was. We had a rating that was dog rocket. We had like meh. We had bland. We had all these things, and we actually used those scores. I mean, and just uh, just deepening that cigar aficionado rift. Yeah, you know, you got you to make you got to make hay when you well, can. But it, it, before we get off topic on that, I want to get into that. What was it like trying to run a cigar website in the world of dial-up? Because yeah, that's it, something was that, we, it was that early. It was that early. Yeah. And we're taking... It was, it was Nexus, right? Yes. Star Nexus. And we it take was, for advance... We take. We don't even think about right. that anymore with our 100% megabit per second right. What's speeds. funny is, I, I wonder what percentage of our consumers today, the people we interact with today, even heard of Cigar Nexus. Yeah. Right. you, you got to be old. you got to be really... Really old. At least in the cigar universe, no, it's 20 like years. It's 90s. Yeah, you got to be at least 20 years Can I find now. it online or no? Oh, no, yeah. it's gone. But it's gone. You have to go to the Wayback Time Machine... You know, if you go way back time machine. But there's no articles about it or what it was or anything. Google like some Cigar of your Nexus old, somewhere. like, Steve Saka blogs from no, 1990. Cigar Nexus. Yeah. You, Cigar you, Nexus. You'll find stuff, but it's, it, look, it's buried. I mean, and there were such a few consumers. And the other thing, too, is all the tools that we take for granted, the WordPress and the applets and all the things that are easy, everything back then had to be coded from scratch. Right. I mean, it was crazy how difficult it was to do everything. And it was right at, before the big dot com boom occurred mm -hmm. so every company that did any of this type of stuff they all wanted like a gazillion dollars you know it isn't like today where there's a web designer on every street corner right. and three in between the street and corners one right, and out of school. Looking, right i mean it's crazy so everything was a challenge and uh but now this this you did you, you started cigar nexus when you were still in the consumer stage that's correct right yeah. and and do you remember at one point how many people you had interacting on that no because we didn't even have a way to measure right right it's true it's like yeah. it was just throwing stuff up there and if people read it they read it if they didn't read it they didn't read it and we actually did quite a bit of stuff i mean a lot of stuff that i see written today by other people you know because we used to write a lot of not just editorials and reviews but we used to do a lot of like you know, how to take care of your cigars, all the basic stuff that everybody's got on every website. I see so much of what we Cut wrote based. back then. Right. When you say Being, we, who's we? I was good, great. Well, I was good well here's the thing. I was pretty much the writer and editor of everything, but I had two partners in it. I had John Chunko, who was a good friend of mine, and he was the guy that was stupid enough to spend money to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had, a, and I had a guy, oddly enough, named Johnny Drew, which is kind of wow, weird. Wow. I worked with Johnny Drew to then work with a John Drew, and his name was John Zunsky, and he's a very talented graphic designer. So it was a combination of you know, me doing all the editorial content and the writing and all the cigar stuff and John poning up the money and uh, oh, the, the other the John doing all the artwork, and the three of us did it together. So it was, it was crazy. I mean, wow, that is just... But we did some major things. Like, you know, we were the ones that cracked the Habanos code. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Habanos, well, Habanos had the codes and they were cracked. So Habanos said, we got we to gotta go ahead and make all new codes so nobody knows what the codes right. are on them. For our listeners right. who don't know what that is, on, on Cuban cigars for years, there's a, there's a stamp on the bottom. Right, which was, is supposed to be secret, so you couldn't right. tell when they were made. It was alphabetical. It tells you what factory they were so made in and what year they were they made in. They came up with this month. whole new elaborate system, you know, so they could stop that from everyone knowing what everything was. And within, like, four weeks... We had broken the new code. That's funny. Okay, <laughs> and they actually it forced it forced Habanos SA to actually change it yet again to make it more complex. So we we were doing some good stuff. I'm actually 
I'm really proud of it. And I think, you know, if you talk to some of those consumers from the mid-90s, they would have told you what an amazing site it was. It really was an amazing site. But it was nowhere near as professional and the quality of work. It really, it was really. Because back then you'd probably have to spend a quarter million dollars Mm -hmm. to do do what you do today, like out of the box. I mean, we, yeah, we spent a lot of money. It it definitely required money. And it required a lot of time. I, I got to give it to a lot of these blogger guys. I mean, a lot of people think they're in it for the free cigars. It's nonsense. Mm. It's so much work to generate. It's too much time. work right. for free. It's you too just much work for rather buy cigars. the cigars at that oh, point. It's mm. the amount of effort and well, time quality, they put the in. Well, the quality bloggers. Right. Because there are guys who like make a post once every three months. Yeah. And those are the guys who are in it for the free cigars. Once every couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> but the guys who are really running legitimate informational highway sites. There's quite a few of them. No, there are. There, there, are a lot. there really is. So I. In fact, that's a full-time we, we were gig. nominated this year for. Uh, I don't know. Did they, they actually have the Cigar Media Association? They actually they didn't pick the finalist yet, but my Ash Radio was one of the nominees as uh, yeah. Yeah, Cigar su- Media. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I think it was us, Cigar Dojo, and uh, our sister, well, our sister bar friend station, the Smooth Draws up in Atlanta. Oh. Yeah. Well, I was uh, not aware of that. Yes, yes. All three of us were nominated. There might have been a couple other nominees, but those are the ones I remember. So was it your... Cause you know, Steve used to come in as a customer, and I didn't even know his first name back then. And it, but, you know, it, it was just around the time I had just moved here. Right. So I really didn't know anybody. Right. You know, I, there was no regulars for me yet, you know. But, yeah, I mean, he, I, I, I remember actually sitting against the wall, and I got some kind of conversation. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just better not talk to that guy. <laughs> that guy doesn't want to talk to anybody, really. <laughs> and, That's not true. I just wanted to have intelligent conversations. Yeah, so. there we go. <laughs> so... Um, then years later, I run into him in a trade show, and you know he recognized me right away. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm working for JR Cigars. I'm like, how do you go from sitting in my cigar shop? And, and how did that happen? Was that... Well, hold on. Uh, I feel like this is a very right. long story that I really want to get into because I don't feel like we've ever really covered it, and we've only got a minute four, minute 10 to go. <laughs> Okay. Right. Um, so but, talk for another minute, 10 seconds I know, about something I'm, else. I'm going to, but I, we got... We got Great job, the, Adam. This is what happens when you give him the reins. <laughs> no, this is what happens when you're trying to do, get do, into a big do, topic, do, and I had a certain thing I was trying to go through. See, we're going to spend a minute, 10, talking about what not to or to talk about. That, that was the plan. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> it worked out perfectly. Yeah. Yes, because this is Kiss My Ash Radio. We're very professional here on KMA. <laughs> uh, so, Steve, to, to close out on the entire Cigar Nexus thing, what was the biggest point, what was the one takeaway you have to someone as started to blog in the 90s? Um, that there was absolutely no way to monetize it. That it was a tremendous amount of effort. That sucks. that ultimately, it probably, I mean, it's, there's only been a couple companies so far that have found a way to actually make it an effective business model. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's still a bit of a challenge. And it was really a little bit ahead of its time because most consumers weren't getting their information that way. Whereas today, Everybody's using their mobile phone. Everybody's using the online websites, but it's 20 years later. So the consumer pattern of how they get their news and their information has so dramatically changed. We were just simply 20 years too too early. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Closing out Cigar Nexus. More with Steve Stock when we return. Keep it lit. 
Nat Sherman is the leading American luxury brand in premium cigars. From the classic range of the Metropolitan and Host selections to the transformative Timeless Collection, their elegant sterling and limited edition offerings, or the bold and commemorative 1930 blend and Epoca, everyone has the opportunity to enjoy a Nat Sherman experience. Family owned and operated since 1930, Nat Sherman's tradition of innovation and commitment to excellence reminds us why America's Nat Sherman brand is known as tobacconist to the world. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful, silky, shade-grown habanero wrapper from the legendary Jalapeno Valley. Produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-body cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Caldwell Cigar Company is a proud sponsor of Kiss My Ash Radio. Make sure you try all of Caldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Affectionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Affectionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. I smoke Padilla. Hear me roar. Living in this land of political freedom, Ernesto and Carlos Padilla, the sons of the lion-hearted writer and poet Alberto Padilla, once imprisoned by the Castro government and whose forefathers grew tobacco in our beloved Cuba, are proudly blending cigars that continue the magnificent Cuban traditions of cigar making. Visit your local tobacconist and ask for the unique smoking experience that is... Padilla. One puff of Padilla, and you'll roar too. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Cigar lovers everywhere, pay attention to America's biggest and baddest cigar extravaganza, The The Great Smoke. Come witness Cigar Nirvana at this epic expo. This is a must experience for any cigar lover. Meet and mingle with our very special guests this year. For more information on this epic event or to purchase tickets, visit TheGreatSmoke.com. That's TheGreatSmoke.com. Order your tickets today. Very limited availability. Smoke Smoke it. Continuing the cigar journey like no other. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. We are here broadcasting live from the Casa de Monte Cristo in lovely Point Beach, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course... The always excitable Honest Abe. TV show? Um, CSI? Duh. Love it. I knew that one, too. No, nope, he won. I know, but he didn't have my mic on. Well, that's you put my mic it. on? That's because I hadn't it. introduced you yet. Thus, I hadn't put it in yet. I, I can't stand you sometimes. I'm going to turn your mic he, on when I introduce he, he, you. He, yes, he that probably has the best radio. score of getting most of my TV trivia questions probably. from anybody I know. Yeah. We're here in the middle of our Meet Your Maker segment. We Sitting next to me, of course, is Steve Saka of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Steve, once again, thanks for coming all the way down from New Hampshire to be here. You're kidding me. It's from snow to sun. I know. It's, well, it's worth it, right? Oh, hold on. It's with not all, that bad. With all due respect, you used to live here and on your own accord decided to move back to Blizzard Town. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, but it is beautiful up there. It's gorgeous. For three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... and yeah, and I'm, it's six. beautiful for three it, months. And just to upset a majority of your local audience... We're just wicked smarter than you guys are down here. <laughs> we are. Always such a pleasant conversation with Steve Saka. We're glad to have him in the house, making everyone feel good. Uh, to that effect. You, you want hugs? Go to your grandmother. <laughs> Listen, you're the one that originally came out on Facebook all touchy-feely. I, I actually would say to him, I said, all right. He didn't know he believed you? that, yeah. And where's like, the real Steve Saka? Then he posts, then he posts, F-U-A, I'm like, ah, there he is. <laughs> there he is. Came out of the closet. So, listen, before we went, it, was it the writing that attracted? Because you'll lose a big writer. Yeah. Loves to write. In fact, he just opened up a Facebook account like two months ago because he was jonesing an outlet. To I, think it was a combina- write. I think it was a combination of things that got Lou's attention. One was the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a particularly talented writer, but I'm very, um, I'm very accurate. Re- I'm very readable. You know what I mean? Um, when you when when I write, it's pretty much like I'm talking, so it's very conversational. And then the other thing that was really good was that I wasn't just blowing hot air. Right. I was really into cigars, and I was really into tobacco, and I was really going to Central America and spending times in factories. And I was really like writing, you know, I wasn't taking information that someone else had written and then you know, dressing it around the edges and pretending that I knew about right, it. Right. I was actually going my experiences, my learning, and I was sharing those and. Uh, you know, and that's something that during the boom years was in very short supply. You know, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, most of the people in our industry just weren't legit. And I could make the argument that a lot of people that are in our industry now are still not legit. That's hilarious. You know what I mean? So, and you know, and you know Lou. Lou is a very straightforward, no-nonsense, no-BS guy. And uh, so for, you know, that kind of caused the attraction. And How did we, you meet him? Um, I actually met him at... Um, Gosh, when did I first meet Lou? I don't, I don't even know. Most people remember that day, um, especially if you're a cigar guy. Yeah, but that's you know, how that's how egotistical Steve is. He, yeah, I met Lou Rock. I don't know. Guess. I gotta tell you, I think it was I ran into him at like the IPCPR or something, and he said, "Hey, I want to talk to you." And I'm like, "Great, I'd love to talk to you." And he came up to our suite, and Lou is so low key. I mean. We're in this big suite, and Jean Chunk was paying all this money, so we have all this like fancy booze and food. And, and he wants he, a hot dog. He wants a hot dog and a diet. <laughs> Literally, I'm not <laughs> that's kidding. What he, he wants a hot dog. I mean, that's that's. I've what been it out is. to lunch, and he's ordered a hot yeah, dog. Yeah, no, he, he's just a normal. <laughs> he's a normal guy, 
And I think for a lot of people, they don't realize it now. He's a normal guy that happens to be a genius. He happens to be brilliant. Super smart. He, I mean, but he also loses a little bit of a low talker, too. So you got to kind of lean in a little bit you to do. catch everything. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was, for me, it was fantastic. I mean, you know, working there at JR. What did you do when you Well, hold on. For those, of, for those of our listeners who weren't here in the first segment, we are here talking to Steve Saka, and we are now talking about Lou Roth, and formerly of JR Cigars, founder of JR Cigars. And his time with who Steve used to work for Jr. That's how he broke into the industry. That's how I, I, that's how I got my first paycheck, actually. Was that, <laughs> that and uh, and the truth was, I mean, I was originally brought there to work on the website, you know, and to start generate content. But in the end, I just pretty much did cigar stuff, you know, mm-hmm. help with the catalog, help with the deals, you know. And and in the reality, I I should have probably paid Lou because I mean I worked directly for Lou. I didn't have another boss. Gotta love these live remotes. Yeah. Everything it's, was it, a this young. This is one of those. It's not you. It's me. You? <laughs> no, it's. Glad to have you it's back. not me. Hey, Colin, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. I, I think it's one of those. It's not us. It's them situations, possibly. Did but that, uh, who's them? You mean the station? Yeah. Who else did you think I thought it was? Yeah. I don't know. You thought Adam, I thought, you you thought push, it was you're you? pushing no. buttons. I would have smacked you by now if I thought it was you right. doing it. Anyway, welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio. I'm Adam K, the Brewmeister. We're here live at the. <laughs> Cassidy Money Cristo, we've been talking to Steve Saka of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, who's been regaling us with his tales and history, which is, you know, a lot of people have a long history, but you have a very short history compared to, like, 
you know, guys have been well, in the industry for 40 because, years, you know, but most, yet you've, you've done a lot in that time. Well, because most people work their way from the bottom up, mm-hmm. and I'm working my way from the top down. <laughs> so, <laughs> because, yeah. That makes a big difference, because, I mean, my second gig in the cigar business was I became president, president of yeah. Drew Estate. What year was that? Uh, that would have been 2005. So uh, the company was already around. They were already mm-hmm. selling cigars. They still hadn't be- breached the regular premium market. Not the at all. They right. had tried. Right. But... They had failed, and mm-hmm. it was actually one of the. There were two primary reasons I was brought into the company. The first was to, well, three, maybe two. I don't know. But one of the number one ones was to bring them into the traditional cigar market. Mm-hmm. They had tried, but they just didn't really have the capacity to do it, and they needed somebody that had the experience and a little bit more gravitas to help push them over that hump. The second thing was to um, bring some sort of uh, strategic business you know, perspective to the company because you've got this wild company, you've got all these super creative people, but it was a very herd the cat kind of situation. So it was to try to kind of get their house in order. Hard to so focus all that energy. Very hard to focus. <laughs> and uh, in fact, I remember when I ended up taking the job, Lou actually called me and he said, wow, I can't believe you're going to do that. He goes, you know, what do, why do you want to be in charge of romper room? Why would you want to do that? Oh, my so, goodness. Uh, well, but you know what? I think I had the last laugh because when I left Romper Room, it was the number three cigar company in the United States right. you know, during the tenure when I was president and CEO. And I don't want to take full credit for it because it's not the way it works. Any company like that is a huge team effort. Sure. And there are a lot of great people in the company that made that possible. But well, I like to think that I contributed to the success of Drew Estate. Any orchestra needs a maestro or whatever they call it, a conductor. You know? Yeah, conductor. maestro is... Still tonight. can't make no music without a conductor, you know. Yeah. So do you feel that your time there and your development and uh, participation in brands like Liga Privada right. and T52, was that a good preemptor for... You Made Dunbar- it easier because, Darnbar- I mean, everybody knows me as the creator of Liga Privada. I mean, I kind of took people's consumer perception of Drew Estate and retailers' perception was that they were the wacky tobacco company, and they had morphed into becoming a legit power player in our industry. And so obviously... I get the benefit of that. I mean, their success is my success and, and vice versa. You know, like, you know, one of the questions I get asked all the time is, what do I think about Liga Privada? What do I think about Liga Privada today? And, you know, I don't smoke any of it because I don't want to have an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth is, in my heart, I want Liga Privada to be a top-selling brand for the next three, four decades. You know, I'm really proud of the work we did there. I, I want Drew Estate to do well because... You know, it's really, I look at it as a legacy thing. I know some people, they're like, well, when I left, the company fell apart. My attitude on that would be, is the company fell apart when I left, then that meant I did a very bad job as president and CEO. Mm-hmm. The purpose of being a president and CEO is to make a company self-sufficient. How well to have it, Building to have an the, infrastructure. Right, building an infrastructure, having the people in place, doing all the right things, understanding how to do their jobs better. So for me, I, I, I actually have the opposite. I want them to do even better. Right. I want them not to be number three. I want them to be number two, and I want them to be number one. That's ultimately, for me, would be the most satisfying thing. Strong statement. Yeah, we can totally do that. Uh, We're going to have more with Steve Saka of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. We're going to talk about his cigars, his popularity in the blog sphere of the current state, and all the things going on in the cigar industry. When we come back, keep it lit. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums, and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. 
In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker Zimmerman, Injury Attorneys, 800-866-LAWS, BakerZimmerman.com. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars, this premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We're here broadcasting live from the Cassidy Monte Cristo in Boynton Beach, Florida. With me, of course, the always introvertible Honest Abe. I know you know this show. Oh, obviously, Justified. One of our favorites. Oh, yeah. I Did you ever finish it? I haven't yet. Dude, shameful on you. <laughs> Thank you, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Well done. Very One of the best ideas I ever came up with. But yeah, that's shameful, dude. Don't you were like a big I fan know. of that show? I, th 
the pilot is one of my favorite pilots of all times, especially the opening scene. Is that great Miami? Miami? In Miami. Miami yes, he just all justified. He said it. If you were yes. listening to the show. Out in those latter seasons, it wasn't quite as good. I don't think. I think they got out just in time. Yeah. Yeah. It was just starting to get a little mm. too much. They got out just in time, even though I loved the show and hated to see it end. But without a doubt, well, I can't say it was his best performance because he was awesome in Deadwood too. Yes. So I really can't. What's his name? I forget. Timothy Olyphant. Timothy Olyphant. That's right. Yes. I can't say it was. And his Walter best Goggins in that's amazing. Oh. He's amazing yeah. in everything. He, he is. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's oh, awesome. Yeah. But. No, you got to watch the last episode. The last episode ever is still on my DVR. Because wow. every now and then I just like to watch it. Oh. Yep. See, see, the problem is I'm, on such the, a I'm, I'm, I'm still on season five. Oh. And I'm justified? I, I, I keep justified. going back. You guys keep throwing these I keep these struggling movies out with there. it. It's, on it's Amazon, not a movie. It's a series. It's on Amazon Prime. You can get it yeah, on it's, Amazon it's, Prime it's for only $99 a year. And get two, free two-day shipping on all your orders. Is Amazon Prime? Oh, yeah. Amazon Prime is $99 yeah. a year. So, hey, make sure you sign up for Amazon Prime. This, this informational period is brought to you in part by Kiss yeah. My Ash Radio Amazon. paying you and I don't know about it? I'd like that. I'm available for right. free sponsorships. Let's talk about anyway, our special guest today. We're here with Steve Sock of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Steve, once again, I know you're happy to be here out of the Love cold. to be here. Absolutely. Uh, before we went to break, we'd been talking about your time with Drew Estate, your industry with JR Cigars, your time with Cigar Nexus, the first and original dial-up cigar blog. And we were getting now into... You, you moved on from Drew Estate as former president and CEO and took a little hiatus off. Some well, time to yourself. Well, it's called a non-compete. <laughs> it's called a non-compete. <laughs> How long was that? Three two years? years? Two years. Two years. Yeah. But, but that's, this is to the point I wanted to make. I mean, you, it's like you did three tours of duty. You got out of the trenches. You figure at this point, you say, I had enough of this. You've kind of retired three times now. Yeah, but here's the thing. What am I going to do? I mean, I'm I'm a fat, schlubby, 50-year-old man. Who's going to employ me? I love cigars. I mean, I... It's what you know. It's it's what what you do. It's what I know. It's what I do. So for me to not do this, I don't know what I'm, I'm going to become a hand model. I'm going to, I mean, that's what, what I mean. A little rough around the edges, yeah, but the little work, we might only, be able to get this I mean, the only, the only casting call I have a hope of winning is one where Abe is my other competitor, okay? Right? Hey, everybody's, always, everybody's always looking for fat guy number three. <laughs> Listen, I think there's bald Santas that they're looking for every year. Yeah. The thing is, you got to be nice to those children. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Definitely. So so I know you bounced around with it a couple of times. You and I are actually, believe it or not, personal friends. And you talked about what, what finally made you say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. You know, it's almost like I felt like I didn't have a choice right. because it's what I do. Now, were you concerned? Because I know you mentioned this once. You didn't want to recreate Liga Pravada. There's no point in doing that. Well, I mean, ultimately... But were you concerned that everybody would have these expectations yeah, of the cigars? Yeah, they did. Even though when I was coming out with Sobra Mesa, and I screamed at the top of the mountain that this is not Liga Pravada. If you're a Liga Pravada guy, this cigar may not be for you. I mean, the only common thread between... All of my cigars have one common thread throughout all of them. I make them for only one person. Me. You. I love them. That's why I make them. Like, when I make sample blends, I never share them with anyone. I don't care what your opinion is. And it's not that your opinion is wrong. You just don't care. No, it's that everybody has an individual opinion. So everybody is right for themselves. And I've always been of the belief, I know a lot of manufacturers and makers, they get their panties all in a twist when a consumer says they don't like it. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. I expect people to not like them. I've always been of the viewpoint that, if you make a cigar that everybody likes, you've ultimately made a cigar that nobody loves. And what I want is I would much rather have one guy in 100 
really loved that cigar where he adds it to his rotation. He buys a box. When that box gets low, he says, you know what? I'm starting to run out of those. I've got to go buy more. The concept of trying to please everybody, it's a fallacy. So ultimately what I do is I just make blends that I really personally like, that I would actually spend my hard-earned money on, that I would keep in my humidor. And what I hope is I hope that there's other consumers out there that will also find some sort of simpatico with my blends. And I've been very blessed so far. I've been very lucky that there does seem to be a consumer base that, has <clears throat> a, that shares my taste profile. Right. You said one of the smartest things once, and believe it or not, I actually quote you often on this show. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I, I quote you on this quote. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I, I've used this before, and I've always said that Steve Stock had said this once, and I think uh, we had brought a group down to tour the factory, and you were talking to uh, uh, one of the guys who we brought down to tour your little uh, warehouse area down there in Miami, and you had said, well, you know, most manufacturers are going to blend cigars to their taste. So, yeah, it's natural. Rocky thinks his cigars are the best. Absolutely. I think my cigars are the best. Manuel Casada thinks his cigars are the best. Yes. We blended them to what we like. Of course. So, yeah, and it's, it's you know, people don't think of it that way, but that was on point, one of the smartest things I've heard. But one of the things, though, is I sometimes think that some manufacturers... When you get to the point that you have 10, 20, 30 lines, they're throwing a, you're, darts. Not, you're, you're just throwing, throwing darts, darts at the wall, darts. and you're saying, hey, if I make so many different things, I'm going to end up with so many shelf spaces, I'm going to end up with so many more consumers. And let me say this. That's a business from model. From a commercial point of view, from a That's business, a business point model, of view, yeah. it, it, it makes perfect sense. I can't argue the logic in it in any way. It's, it's just not my personal approach. There's no passion in that. You know, the passion is one of those words that just gets thrown around but it is true. all the time. For me, it's not even a passion thing. There's there's a right way and there's a wrong way. And some people would call that passion to do things the right way. I guess, but you know, you know pride, but the right way is really my personal assessment as to what is right. You know what I mean? So I, I hold myself to one standard, and it's just what me. That's it. That's my standard. And you know, and look, I'm not always successful. There are times where it's a failure. What would you say is the biggest hurdle that you've come across? Um, let me say this. For what I'm doing now, what the biggest hurdle is, is my lack, first off, I'm a terrible cigar salesman. I don't, I don't like standing in stores. I'm not good. Hey, you ought to try this. the best thing you ever had. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not good at, I mean, obviously, because my two previous gigs, I didn't really end up talking to a lot of retailers along the way. Right. Whereas consumers. most guys, consumers. consumers I'm great with. Oh, really? Yeah, no, cigar geek consumers. Right. Okay, those consumers, because I, I actually love, I mean, like, I was at your well, store in Tequesta last night, and I barely sold any cigars at all, but if you talk to Glenn, he'll tell you that everybody, like, hanged on every word, because I actually had leaf out. I was showing right. them the different techniques of bunching. I'm showing how the tips, where they get placed in the tobacco. I'm explaining to them the different structural parts of the tobacco, and that's not something that you get no. from the average guy that goes in the store. No, he wants you to buy his brand. He wants you to buy his brand. And the truth is, most of the guys that are selling cigars, they really don't really know that much about cigars and tobacco. And it's not to fault them, but at the same time, I don't really know that much about sales. Right. The sales I get are despite myself. you know. And one of the greatest weaknesses I have is, because I was never in the act of actually selling cigars... I don't have close relationships with a lot of retailers. If you ask me, oh, what are the best retailers in the state of Florida, I'm going to come up with three or four. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I, I honestly, where a guy that works the territory, he's going to tell you the 85 stores that are in just this section of Florida, and I'm totally clueless of. So what's happening with us, the only cigars that we currently sell are because those retailers are coming to us and saying, hey, 
we heard about your brand, we'd like to carry it. Or even more so, what's happening is individual consumers, they go into their retailer and say, Asking. hey, hey, do you have this? You ought to consider carrying it. And for me, I'm so thankful for that because no matter what I say to a retailer, it has nowhere near the value of an actual cigar consumer who has a wallet coming into a store and saying, hey, I really think you ought to carry this brand. I would like to buy this. Nowhere near? How about no, no value at all? Exactly. Not that's, even close. That's what I'm saying. Right. The first that's thing, the I, first when, thing when, you've when, done, yeah. yeah. When somebody hands me a cigar to try, I, I say, why? What do you, does it matter what I think? Yeah. It doesn't matter what I think. I don't run a museum. When I got eight patrons who walk through the door who want that cigar, that's what I listen to. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't enjoy over 60% of what's in my humidor as it is now. So my opinion is not what runs the business. And my opinion as trying to sell the cigars has no opinion, right. no merit. The benefit is entirely driven by consumers asking. So the word of mouth. Now, luckily for me, I'm now 20 years into the future, and social media does Powerful. help to drive things yeah. because now consumers get exposed to things much, much quicker. Okay. You had but no shot for exposure back in the day. Much, much more. Unless you were taking an ad in aficionado or right. some smaller rated you know, yeah. South Florida smoke, whatever it was called at it's, the time. It's, it's crazy. So for me, you know, that that's the biggest driving factor of people that like my cigars. And they, because uh, they certainly, no, nobody's buying cigars on my, my winning smile and my debonair look. <laughs> Nobody, you know, we're in a business where they make brands that people aspire well, to. Nobody's aspiring to be a 350-pound redneck guy, uh. okay? <laughs> Nobody's got that as an aspiration on their checklist. They call them bears. Well, You're called bears. Yeah, <laughs> very, very much so. All right. We're going to have more with Steve Sock when we come back from the break. Keep it lit. Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only, so grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with beer. Spirit Rhino West Palm Beach is the number one place to party in South Florida, featuring the hottest ladies performing daily. Spearmint Rhino offers $20 dances anytime. $10 dances on Tuesday with half-price champagne rooms. $3 premium drinks Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Get here early Friday and Saturday for half-price bottle service till 1 a.m. Spearmint Rhino features the hottest in new music with a party atmosphere that can't be beat. Parties are our specialty, so let us host your bachelor or bachelorette party. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live at the Casa de Monte Cristo, and I just poured myself a beer, and I am stoked to go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Nothing like a little IPA in the morning from our good friends over at Copper Point, just around the way, who have been guests on Kiss My Ash Radio a time or I, two. I'm not a beer drinker. I actually enjoy their beer. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I don't know the mildness, well, one of them. I'm not sure which one it was, but I remember when they came on the show and we were drinking, I was like, oh, oh yeah. that's actually a beer I would enjoy. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of great beer. And thank you, Colin. And we're here with, of course, Steve Saka of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust as our Sakalicious. major Steve, thanks for... Colin is on point all of a sudden. Really <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing you off Steve, there. 
No, you're doing a great job. I appreciate it. Steve, thanks again for being here, for taking the time to go through these many segments to talk about the history and arc of your your career within the tobacco industry. You know, we've covered Cigar Nexus, or yes, as you said earlier, you went from the top and then you came to the bottom. bottom. Well, you know, you talked about your standard and, you know, how you want things done. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody in my 20 years in this industry who spent more effort in the art on the box in the band. Because we had a conversation about this last night, you know. I don't think the Mikaerita box is particularly No, impressive. but Silver Mesa was your first one, and you were, right. concer- you were concerned about it. And you went to, I mean, it's a, one, it's a gorgeous box, let well, me tell you. you. And, um, but, you. But here's the thing. It doesn't cost you any more to print something This was the argument he was making last night. Than it does to print something ugly. Right. So why not? Make it nice. Why not make it nice? I mean, what's the downside? It's not like the ugly cigar band costs you a third the cost of a pretty cigar band. So and if it is a third of a cost, you're talking about a cent or two, you know, yeah, on the long run. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. And I mean, look, packaging doesn't necessarily, a packaging can't make a good cigar better, mm-hmm. but good packaging is also going to serve as the beacon to attract a consumer to maybe try that cigar that they may have never tried before. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, too, is it also, I've always believed that attention to detail is seen in ways that people don't even realize. In other words, like I when agree. you get in like a really finely engineered automobile and just everything is in the right place and the knobs are the right size and the colors are perfect, you don't necessarily say, wow, that knob is the most amazing knob in the world, but yet you'd have a general sense of well-being balanced. You have an about inherent the fact, feel. Yeah, it has an inherent feel. So you can tell when something is well done, well executed, and as a result, it's a reflection of everything about the product. I I always call that the bathroom effect. The bathroom effect. Yeah. I walk into a restaurant and I see a nasty, filthy, dirty bathroom. Instantly, my image of the whole restaurant. Right. Even if the food is great. Instantly. I don't want to eat here. Right. Instantly. That's why I I tell guys who work in my establishments, every 30 minutes you should be going to the bathroom. Every 30 minutes. Just clean it. You know, whatever. Because that's always... Ever since I was a kid, what happened was working with my father, actually, believe it or not, we always kept a super clean restroom. And we weren't a big establishment. It was a local neighborhood grocery store. Right. And I remember one time where a woman, you know, we didn't ha- we didn't even have a public restroom. You know, the, the store was so old, it wasn't, you know, didn't have right. to have it back in the day. So our restroom was really like behind the meat department in the back corner of a store. And, you know, usually no one asked, but every now and then you'd have a parent my child needs, so yeah, we'd walk them through. And of course, they're walking through a meat department, you know, <laughs> blood, splattered, meat, all those. And the woman came out and she goes, I can't believe how that clean that bathroom was. She goes, she's saying, I was walking back there and I thought like... But that makes her think that, oh, well, they're that careful with Exactly. But when she that said that to me, I mean, I must have been maybe 15, 16 at the time. That always stayed it's with stuck. me. Always stuck. That, that <clears throat> it was that important to her, yeah. the bathroom experience. So yeah, I always call that the bathroom experience. So... When you were coming out with Sober Mesa, what was the blend profile you were first looking I was, for? Because I know I know it was a lot of pressure to you, on you, well, being that this is going to be the first product that right. you've made on I your mean, own. Everybody was just expecting me to make another Liga. Yeah. And that would have been the easiest thing to do. But you have to understand, I had a very... When I left Drew Estate, it was on very, very good terms. You know what I mean? And, and as I expressed earlier in the show, I, I want nothing but success for them. So for me to just go ahead and make a knockoff product... It just kind of felt like a douchey thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do that. And the other thing, too, is in a way, being at Drew Estate was a little bit limiting, too, because, you know, you, you have to worry you have a big company in sales. And we actually made a lot of other Liga Pravada blends because Liga Pravada meant private blend. 
and we had created a lot of others that I really liked, but they were kind of mild and creamy, and they didn't fit the Liga Pravada portfolio right. because everybody perceived Liga to be X, and if you deliver Y, even though the common thread was the fact that it's for me and this is what I like, it doesn't really fit into the brand consumer model. Well, Just, e- even on the same token, I mean, the T52 was the 52nd blend. No. You, no, wasn't, no, no, wasn't, no. Wasn't that the 52 is uh, where that name came from was it's the type 52C from the uh, from the USDA classification of tobaccos in the Connecticut River Valley. So they classify I must have read a wrong Connecticut Broadleaf as type 51 and Havana Seed was type 52. And you know Connecticut Shade is like type 53. So T52 was actually going back to that old USDA classification. Uh, That's where it came from. You pulled from. the hassle. I did. Yeah. I but thought see, I but had. But let me say this. But that, it isn't his fault because what ends up happening is somebody writes something one time wrong, mm-hmm. and because of the internet, Boom. it then gets populated. And it makes sense. It, it sounds it, right. It makes, you it makes know? sense, but it then gets populated in thousands of places, <laughs> and then it becomes de facto fact. The wrong so, fact. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's one of those things. But uh, yeah. So for me, I wanted to make something. I wanted to make something really sophisticated and elegant and nuanced. I wanted to make something that is the absolute 180 of my personality. I wanted to do something that I felt was one of those really exceptional cigars. Because it's much easier as a cigar maker to make a strong cigar. Strong cigars are much more simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, tobacco hides so many things because of its the strength, strength level. Yeah, of right. course. And when you're trying to make something that's more balanced and nuanced, it gets way more critical in the leaf selection. It gets way more critical in the leaf positioning. Even the most minor differences in construction can have huge impacts on the, on the, on the draw and the combustibility of the cigar. So to try to make a cigar, for me... A brand like Sobre Mesa is a really an incredible achievement from a cigar-making point of view, whereas my second brand, Mi Querida, which you know, some consumers like way better than the first brand, um, it's actually a much simpler act from my perspective to make Mi Querida. You know, so, it's, it's, so that's kind of, I wanted to make a cigar that was really genuinely very different than Liga. Now, you mentioned something to me the other day about how you felt that kind of every factory has its kind of core flavor right. that it works off of. Well, what ends up happening is, you know, first off, most people don't buy their own tobacco. Most people, you know, they go to a factory and they have that factory make them a blend. And they might be participating a lot in making that blend. A lot of them participate a lot less than what they claim to be making. But ultimately, a factory, if you're a small guy and you're coming to get a scar made, I, as a factory, am not going to go out and procure special tobaccos for you. Because I don't know if you're ever going to buy any more of these cigars. I mean, tobacco is a long two, three-year lead item. Mm -hmm. So when you come and say, hey, I'm starting a new brand and I want to make X thousands of boxes, which normally is not even a thousand boxes, the manufacturer is not going to start, oh, I'm going to get these special things for this guy because ultimately they don't know if the brand is going to fail or succeed. And the reality is almost all of them fail. I mean, most new brands, they have a shelf life of about, 18 months, and the reason they have a shelf life of 18 months is because they really stopped selling after six, and the retailer stuck with right. it for another year. I, I was going to say that's probably true for most new brands from legitimate long-term companies right. nowadays. So, yeah. A so new guy out of the gate, it's even worse. So what ends up happening is typically when you get a cigar made in a particular factory, it's going to mimic in some way the core cigars that they make. So, for right. example, when you get a cigar made at uh, Don Papin Garcia's factory, 
he makes a lot of very robust, spicy, peppery, peppery style yeah. cigars. That's what he's known for. So for most of his tobacco inventories, that's what he inventories. So most cigars that come out of that factory are going to have that nature. Um, a lot of cigars that come out of Casa Fernandez, he uses almost exclusively tobacco that they grow for themselves with Agrinosa. Mm-hmm. So it has that certain kind of Agrinosa flavor that's very particular. For me... One of the biggest challenges on Sober Mesa was I wanted to work with Hoya de Nicaragua, which is a fantastic factory, but they are so uh, Nicaraguan puro-centric that pretty much, again, it always has that real solid Nicaraguan Antonio kind of you know profile. So in order to make a cigar that was really entirely different in their factory environment, it really required me to bring a lot of tobaccos into the factory that they weren't normally used to working with and also be willing to make the cash commitment that, yeah, guess what, guys? Here's my orders for the next two years. You know, here's my money up front to cover these costs. You know, so I made made it right. So I had to make a very huge capital investment, you know, and commitment to get a factory to do something like that because it's a tremendous amount of risk for them because they never know if you're going to come back. And, you know, and like I said, most companies literally... They make a few thousand boxes at most, and then it dies. It's interesting you brought up this entire thing about working with factories and being a smaller manufacturer and doing all of this. Um, on that same level, I mean, you've chosen to work with the Hoya de Nicaragua guys and have done so exclusively. Have you thought no, about... No, no, no. Oh, wait. So Bermesa's made it Hoya, yeah. but Mi Querida's actually made it Noxa. Really? So, yeah, the second brand, major brand, has actually made it an entirely different factory. Good. I do. Not and, aware of that. I and not and the reason point. why, again, is... I, I was going to ask you, in, in the making of your different lines, are you trying to avoid that effect that you were talking about? Well, no, I was really... There's a combination of reasons why the, the Oliva family, who's partial owners, not the Oliva cigar family, but the Oliva tobacco, tobacco family, right. uh, they're part owners of the, uh, of the Noxa factory, mm-hmm. and they helped me tremendously source a lot of materials for Sober Mesa that I would not normally have. Mm -hmm. And part of the deal was that when the time came that I would go over to the Noxa factory and, you know, bring bring whatever my limited expertise is to try to help them create a, a a higher grade, better standard cigars than what they're normally known for manufacturing. Because primarily Knox is a factory that primarily makes, um, you know, bundle grade, fuma grade, mm-hmm. you know, a great value economy style cigars. Make a lot of cigars. They make they, tremendous a lot cigars, of cigars. A lot of cigars. And they're great people, but they never really end up making that ultra premium style cigar. It wasn't their business. They weren't set up for it. They didn't have, you know, the pairs trained for it. Their tobacco sorting operation wasn't geared for it. So part of it was trying to bring the experience that I had had doing this in other places to them. So that was part of the quid pro quo. And the other thing, too, is, you know, working with the Connecticut Broadleaf, they're far more experienced to work with the Broadleaf than Hoya de Nicaragua was. And Broadleaf is such a technically difficult wrapper that ultimately to give that task to Hoya it would have been a stretch too far when I really want them to continue focusing on Sober Mesa. And, like, we're working on something. We worked on something else. It's a more Nicaraguan Puro-style cigar. I, so, want, I want to get into that, but we have to take a quick break before we come back. We're out of time. We're going to have more with Steve Saka when we come back, right here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Keep it lit. Russian standard vodka. Like this, it seems complex. Like this, so simple. But look closer, and you see it's both. Simple because it's made from soft glacial water and the finest Russian winter wheat. Complex because it's distilled over 200 times with the principles of Russia's greatest scientist. Simple ingredients, complex technology, bursting forth the incredible. 
ultra clean, smooth, and delicious Russian standard. This is vodka as it should be. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Long ago, in a remote valley, seeds were planted by workers of simple means. With only... Enough already. We get it. Hello, everyone. I'm Fred Rui from Nomad Cigar Company. Here's the deal. I didn't cross borders with tobacco seeds hidden in my pockets. I'm not a 43rd generation tobacco grower. Heck, 15 years ago, I never would have even seen myself spending months at a time abroad searching out tobacco and blending great cigars. So how did Nomad Cigar Company grow so fast and get such great reviews? It's simple. I spend months at a time abroad in factories and fields learning all I can to make a great cigar. I don't cut corners when it comes to the quality of tobacco, and I genuinely appreciate those that purchase my cigars. That's it. So the next time you purchase some cigars, reach for a Nomad cigar. Not because I'm all about history and tradition. We all are. But because Nomad is about quality and commitment to you. See you soon. And the standard of which all cigars would be held against going forward. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live 
from the lungs of Boynton Beach, Florida, at the Casa Money Cristo store. I this guy enjoy- likes to smoke a cigar while you're out oh, here. No, no, I am so happy. So you're having to be a beer. A- I got a cappuccino. <laughs> I got a beer. I had a bunch of Red Bulls. I don't have to. I have, if I want ice, there's ice available. Future KMA project. We're just going to build our own studio somewhere. Yeah. Do what we, do what we want. You know, that was originally in the blueprints. Yeah. It really was, but. Let's just say the city of Boynton Beach made asked me a lot much, of questions about that too. It was too much floor space to dedicate to a one day a week show, to put it in a, in a, in a, in a retail building, you yeah. know. But all right, we're here with Steve Saka of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, and we have been encompassing Steve's history, knowledge of tobaccos, and all of the other different things. And Steve, you know, it's interesting. We, 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 in between segments during the breaks. People, would, people really should be paying us to listen to these conversations we have at times. Um, <laughs> and then demanding refunds. Exactly. Also possibly true. <laughs> and the FCC would totally go off on us for all of that. Uh, we mentioned, you know, I mentioned you, this week it came out, Half Wheel named you the number one company of the year. Yes. Which is a, a very, you know, great achievement, especially for a company with... Two one million. year. <laughs> We've yeah, got one year. We got within company. two lines. Yeah. And that are out in production and three employees. Yeah, three employees. Yeah, I meant to mean that earlier. You are right now kind of running the Padron model. You have no Salesforce. No one. Uh, I have a few reps. That you are, do. I, I didn't know really. In some areas. I didn't know if yeah. you did. Where what's are your happened, reps located? Well, the thing is, what's happened is because we're just three people, it's become a little overwhelming for Cindy. You know, we, we had a really nice first year. You notice how he always says things get overwhelming for his wife. Never too overwhelming for him. Yeah. Well, if it's overwhelming, let's be honest, if it's overwhelming for your wife, it is overwhelming for you, right? I mean, it's, it's one and the same. So, I, mean, I hear that a lot. So, I mean, you know, they've definitely been helpful, but, um, but we're not really aggressively... You know what? I'm not saying we're not trying to sell cigars, because obviously that's the business I'm in. I don't make a living if cigars don't sell. But at the same time... It, Ultimately, I'm, I'm, I don't know, the field of dreams model, build it and they will come That's funny. kind of thing. I mean, I, I just don't think you can sell somebody into something. You know, ultimately, they're going to have to smoke it, decide what they like it, decide it's a good value for their money, you know, see consistency and quality. And then in the end, they're going to decide whether to add the brand to their rotation or not add the brand to their rotation. It's just there's nothing that you can do with cheerleaders and pom-poms that ultimately is going to make you successful. You can't, Long you can't, term. You can't market your way into success. Now, we've also mentioned that, you know, you started in the blog sphere, and the blogs have become a very big world now of the cigar industry. And you were telling me before, during one of the breaks, that you found that you've been mentioned in the top list of yeah. over, I mean, there's th- so over many 30 blogs. Yeah, 38 different blogs and magazines have put both Sober Mesa and, and or Mi Rita in their top 25, top 10, top 5, with us getting quite a few number one, number two spots in a lot of the lists. And, uh, and what I really, and a lot of, and one thing that's really interesting about it is some of them are an individual writer. Mm-hmm. You know, that, oh, it's just their personal opinion. And other ones like Cigar Wars, there's thousands of consumers that yeah. vote over right. the course of the year that causes that. I mean, I learned this morning, Cigar Weekly, which is a forum group, yeah. uh, we ended up getting the number one, the number three, and Mike Rita, which is a new brand, got an honorable mention, which is really hard in those voting ones because the cigar's so new, so few of the consumers have even tried it yet right. for it to do so well. So oh. we've been really blessed in getting a lot of, uh, a lot of tops, but... I didn't appear in Cigar Aficionado's list, um, but I haven't been rated by Cigar Aficionado yet. I mean, we've never been rated by Cigar Snob Magazine. 
I mean, we're really... Cigar geeks know who I am, and the guys are really into it. But the average consumer, we're, we're really kind of that unfound cherry on the shelf for most of them. And what really is a big driving factor is the individual consumers talking about their experience helps tremendously. And then also the individual retailers you know, saying, hey, have you tried this? I think you would like this. That has such a huge impact on what the customer decides to try or not try. And uh, we've, we've been the beneficiary of, uh, of a lot of help, and we're really appreciative of it. Absolutely. And you got now, this time last year, you and Nick yeah. both kind of got a lot of accolades. Nick, Nick Malillo, for our non-trained yes, listeners right. of Foundation Cigar Company in the Elway Wednesday, formerly yes, also right. of Drew Estate. Formerly also of Drew Estate. Well, yeah, I'm just kind of poking here, but... Did you feel any competition at all that you and See, Nick both worked together left? It's funny you say and that. And you guys are both housed in New England, yeah. which is a very First strange off, thing to have, Nick, too. Nick was my right-hand guy, and mm-hmm. Nick's a very talented young cigar maker. And let me tell you what I told the guys at Drew State from day one when I got there. When we first got there, all the guys in the room were talking about... Oh, they were talking about CAO, and they were talking about Camacho, and they were talking about all these companies as being their competitors. And I said, stop. These are not your competitors, okay? You shouldn't be thinking of these. There's only two people in this room we should be thinking about, General and Altus, period. They're your competitors. You getting a little bit of business off the back of a small, another company that's your size or not your feed size, anybody. it does nothing. So for me, you know, there's plenty of room for success in this marketplace for a cigar maker like Nicholas at the same time with me. So I want, again, Nicholas's failures are not my success and vice versa. And if I believed that, I would be an idiot. And knowing Nick and his heart, I don't believe he believes that either. Now, obviously, it's very common for consumers to want to do a head-to-head comparison. But ultimately, who smokes one cigar? I think there's a place in everybody's humidor to have a sober mesa and to have an Elway Wednesday. The people that did died off about a decade ago. Right. And and two totally gone. different cigars and totally two different, different. Brand Absolutely. images. Steve, we're going to make sure we check out DunbartonTobaccoAndTrust.com. Find these cigars near you. When we come back, more to come. Keep it lit. Cigar lovers everywhere, pay attention. America's biggest and baddest cigar extravaganza, The Great Smoke. Come witness Cigar Nirvana at this epic expo. This is a must experience for any cigar lover. Meet and mingle with our very special guests this year. For more information on this epic event or to purchase tickets, visit thegreatsmoke.com. That's thegreatsmoke.com. Order your tickets today. Very limited availability. Smoke in. Continuing the cigar journey like no other. Hey. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. 
Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Cigar lovers everywhere, pay attention from America's biggest and baddest cigar extravaganza, The Great Smoke. Come witness cigar nirvana at this epic expo. This is a must experience for any cigar lover. Meet and mingle with our very special guests this year. For more information on this epic event or to purchase tickets, visit thegreatsmoke.com. That's thegreatsmoke.com. Order your tickets today. Very limited availability. Smoke in. Continuing the cigar journey like no other. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I woke up in a new Bugatti. I woke up in a new Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, everyone's favorite game show host, Honest Abe. You woke up in a Bugatti one time, right? Uh, it, was a, it was a Hyundai Accord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was not great. <laughs> and we are here broadcasting live from the Cassidy Monte Cristo in lovely Boynton Beach, Florida. And we are ready to play America's fastest growing game show. <laughs> are you smarter than a stripper? <laughs> nice dress. Thanks. I bought it at Versace. Oh, yeah, Versace. I love Versace. <laughs> Me too. It's time to find out if you're s- smarter than a stripper. And sticking around with us for this segment is our Meteor Maker guest, Steve Saka. Steve, are you prepared for this contest? I'm doomed. This is so set up for failure, it's oh, unreal. You just spent the last hour and a half bragging about your super ultra intelligence. Not me. <laughs> Knowledge of cigars, tobacco. Yeah, it's not, I, I'm waiting. The first pop culture question, I'm down for the count. I, I, I was told above his bedroom door it's smarter than the average bear. Really? 
No. Yeah, you ever seen a bear IQ test? <laughs> <laughs> 36. And joining us from the lovely Spearmint Rhino right here in West Palm Beach, Florida, is the lovely Tiffany. Tiffany, thank you for being here today. Of course. I'm happy to be here. First you, time on the radio? Yes, sir. Nicely done. Now, did you actually go to bed or did you stroll in from work this morning? Uh, I got a couple hours of sleep. Uh, Just a few. Good. Did you, you have a, did you have a nice evening last night? As nice as it could be. Yeah? How long have you been exotic performer? Uh, a few weeks. No. <laughs> You're new? Yes. Really? You find any challenges you didn't expect? Um, I've come across them, but I always, you know, overcome. Have you had anybody ask you something extremely weird or anything always, crazy? Always. On Has anybody asked you to give them a to get a, give them a piggyback ride or anything? Not that. Nothing. Yet. He would ask that. <laughs> I would, he would ask that. That's yeah. why. That's why he's wondering. No, because <laughs> that of all the things to say. That's yeah. what I mean, he everybody would does ask. love to pick no, me up I, because I'm so tiny, though. They're always like, "Oh my gosh, you're so little." We call it beautifully petite. <laughs> that's right. Now, where are you from originally? I was born in Miami. Oh, really? Yes. All right. So you are you ready? Are you ready to embarrass a big burly man over here? I always am. All right, good. Here we go. Right idea. Question number one. <laughs> All right, here are we you go. smarter than a stripper? Steve, should you actually be smarter than a stripper today, you will win a VIP and a bottle of Belvedere vodka at the Spearmint Rhino oh, wow. right here in West Palm Beach. Well, I already know I have to lose my wife's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> She's cool. Don't put her down the like that. The answer's forty two. Here you go. <laughs> Question number one. Who was the female lead role in the movie Titanic? There you go. I'm already in trouble. <laughs> Steve already calling out trouble because he doesn't know who was the lead performer in Titanic. I thought this was the easy one. I yeah. know. I told you, pop culture, I'm done. It's because you spent too much time trying to learn about different tobaccos. We appreciate the efforts of what you're doing. We have frivolous writing going actress, on. actress, anyone you can think of. Any female <laughs> actress. Always take a shot. <laughs> right guesses count. Yes, absolutely. All right. Steve? Uh, Steve is still writing. This is a timed segment. Yes. We do need to... I'm ready. Okay. Mr. Steve? Saka, your answer? <laughs> Smoke more Sobra Mesa. Okay. <laughs> and your answer? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, not bad. Kate, Kate Winslet. Kate? Oh, I had Kate Hudson in my mind, but Kate I knew Winslet. it was wrong. Okay, question number two. Zero, zero, currently. This 2016... That's last year. Mm-hmm. <sighs> superhero film sees our hero, Wade Wilson, hunting down the man who gave him a scarred physical appearance. What movie was it? Steve, did you see any movies in 2016? No, I'm working. <laughs> oh, this is the hat she's writing fast. She I like really I like when they write fast. Tiffany is on the point of trying to figure something out. Steve, Steve do you have an answer? Ready. Oh, I know you're ready. Steve <laughs> is zapped it over there. All right. Let's see what he wrote. Don't make this all advertising answers now. I'm telling you. I, I am not smart. smart. Come on, Steve. Pick it's a only movie. question Deadpool, two. Deadpool, my girl. Tiffany. And here's the sad part. I saw that. <laughs>
What did Forrest Mars and Bruce Murray invent? Steve? M&M's. Oh, you didn't write nothing, girl? Should take a guess. M&M's, three to one. All right. Breaks Steve, shut Steve does not that get the guy food out. question. You cheated. <laughs> it's called M&M's for their last names. <laughs> Mars and Murray. Number eight, who is the sixth president of the United States? Hmm. Not the first, second, third, fourth, or fifth, yeah, but the sixth. She doesn't even write the name right. I know. I, saw, I, I, I mentioned that yesterday. This is tough. I might be off on this one. Me too. Not a bad guess. At least, listen, that's a president. That was good. <laughs> no, yes. no, he wasn't president. Yes, uh, three. Yeah, he was. Jackson. Nope. John Quincy Adams. Mm. Thomas Jefferson. Not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. He, uh, yeah, ben three. Franklin's the one that was never Yeah. President. No, he was never president. Yeah, I knew there was one of those guys. <laughs> yes, on the $100 bill, but never president. Right, okay. Number nine. Steve, you got to get these both right, and she's got to get them both wrong just to tie. I hear you. Here you go. And I really want that bottle of booze. Experiment Rhino. Who is the vice president elect of the United States of America? Steve has gone yeah. to write things down. Ready. My girl, solid. Man. And both get Mike Pence. Oh, and I'm down for the count. Four to two. Just for kicks, last question. Who is the oldest Kardashian sister? <laughs> Ready. <laughs> You got it, girl. Five to two. Tiffany from Spearman right away. As champions, Mr. Soccer, you, my friend, and are not smarter, smarter than a stripper. Than a stripper. <laughs> like we didn't know that already. That's right. <laughs> Listen, Tiffany, if any of our lovely listeners would like to come and visit you at Spearman Rhino, you're more than welcome. When are you typically there? Because I'm telling you all, if you're Listen, on Facebook. I work full time with them. I love them. Full time nights whenever. or days or. All the time. All the time. All the time. Nights, so, though. Nights, nights. So if you're not watching us on Facebook Live, I'm telling you right now, she's definitely not only gorgeous, but smart. Right. Check yeah, her yeah. out. Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Up next. Up next, we're going to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Keep it lit. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything is 42. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per- the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker Zimmerman, Injury Attorneys, 800-866-LAWS, BakerZimmerman.com. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. 
La Zona, and rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. The journey of Jarguera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Jarguera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. Grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions, Jarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. Shade and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. Jarguera H. Upman. Experience Jarguera H. Upman. Now at your local tobacconist and visit jarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live from the lovely Casa de Monte Cristo here in Point Beach, Florida. With me, of course, everyone, America's game show host extraordinaire, Honest Abe. That was a good addition. And the lovely lady, M. Hello. Yes. There's Mrs. Saka. You missed it. You missed all the fun. Mr. Saka was not no, smarter than a stripper. Sakalicious. Uh, yeah, we'll just edit that part later. But hey, <laughs> this is why we're here for. Uh, we're getting ready to wind down. Steve Saka is still sitting here. Steve, once again, and as always, thank you for being here. We, for, don't, we don't have a lot of time, but I do want to hit on one thing really quick before sure. we go because I respect your perspective on things. 
What's your take right now with the current administration and the, you being a newer company right. on what may happen with now with the FDA and FDA Look, I, I, I want to be optimistic about it, but ultimately, I mean, I think like with most everybody, we ultimately don't know what a Trump administration is going to look like and what actually will become a priority or not a priority. So um, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that we will get the benefit of the doubt and they will give a real serious hard look at this uh, FDA regulation and how it impacts our our small little cottage industry. I really do. I like, like a lot of the other people I've talked to, do you feel a sense of more optimism at least? Um, like now yeah, there's actually... I, don't, I mean, I'll tell you what, at the end of last year, we, we figured there's no hope. But here's the difference. I was never in the no hope category, nor was I ever in the crazy really? optimism. I, I, look, I'm a believer that bureaucrats... Just like everything else, you just don't care. No, <laughs> I'm a believer that bureaucrats do what they do. They bureau, bureaucrat. So ultimately... I think that there will be a navigable path through this, and I feel as though, obviously, even though it didn't prove my brains in the last segment, I feel as though, I feel as though, if there's an ability to navigate the FDA and the regulations that are put forward, that I will have the capacity to do so. And you know, and that's the way I approach it. So I, I take a very pragmatic point of view at it. So do I. Regretfully, I have to say, for consumers, it is ultimately going to end up being reflected in the prices on the shelves. They're already starting to see the increases. They're going to see increases on my product prices, too, this year. What happened, But here's my question, too. is What happens if, by the grace of God, they actually remove premium cigars from FDA regulation? Do you think any of these manufacturers are going to give the, uh, lower their prices because of the user fees? Oh, are absolutely gone? not. Right. Nobody ever <laughs> Gotta goes down. Got to love all, all it does is go up and up and up. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to ask them about Nick? Um, well, <laughs> during the break, yeah, I was question, actually, yeah. I, yeah, well, we were talking about your passing through estate and whatnot, and we actually had Nick Malola on not too long ago, um, and you guys came into the industry at the same time, you know, doing your own thing. I was wondering if there was any kind of collaboration in the future with you Did two. you hear this anywhere? Or I did. I heard that. that, and so yeah. then I just figured I'd ask. Let me see this. Nick and I talked about, before we did our independent things, about potentially doing something together. Um, ultimately, Nick has much different aspirations than I do. Nick, Nick wants to become a big cigar manufacturer, really grow, and I'm kind of, I kind of want to be the guy that made his money on Wall Street and opens a cheese farm in Vermont. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it, it, we have two totally different perspectives right. on it. And, and the other thing too is, you know, I know collaborations sound very sexy because oh well, I get person A to marry person B, so child C is going to be beautiful. But in the reality of the situation is. Nick has his own voice, and I have my own voice. And putting them together doesn't mean that we sing good as a duo. Right. Sometimes so, child I mean, comes so out I think ugly. that really, I think, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I would definitely would love to work with Nicholas again. But I don't know that consumers ultimately would be happy with the result. You know, I think that we'd be better served letting Nick use his creative talents to create great cigars that he creates and letting me to do my own. But I'm certainly, I got no reason not to because I love Nick, and I think he's a wonderfully talented guy. Absolutely. And with that, it's time to see this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Lady M, this week, who is our inductee into the Cigar Insane Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars? This week's inductee comes to us from the Bayou, 
capital of Louisiana? No, that's Baton Rouge. Oh. Baton Rouge. Isn't that the same thing? No. No, the nope. Bayou. No. Bayou, never mind that. <laughs> then Louisiana was making his Geography, final, not our strong point. His final arrangements for a crystal meth deal, but he mistakenly messaged a sheriff's deputy about the delivery. How do you text message a sheriff's deputy? Who has deputy a sheriff's deputy by accident? Right. He's probably, he's probably, he's probably hitting the number. Not, it's not like a stored number in his right. phone. And his one digit off happened to be the sheriff's wow. deputy. Well, after receiving the accidental text, the deputy simply responded, okay, last Friday. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Before he then informed the narcotics division. Sure enough, the suspect, 39-year-old Dwayne Herbert of Pierre Park, Louisiana, showed up with crystal meth and two guns. The deputy on-site arrested Herbert, <laughs> who faces charges ranging from uh, crystal meth possession and resisting an officer. Yeah. And stupidity. And pure stupidity. stupidity. <laughs> you, my friend, Dwayne, without a doubt, belong in a cigar insane asylum. That also just comes down to a lot of just dumb luck. Too. Well, it also backs your always your big, oh, absolutely. Your, your motto, which is... Don't do meth. Yes. It's a constant motto throughout. <laughs> there was, I, I really quick, I'm just going to, there was another article that I just read, and it was actually the 911 calls. These two kids were crossing, like, the Arizona, New Mexico border or something, smoking the pot that they were delivering, pounds of it, got paranoid, pulled over on the side of the and road, called the, cops. called the cops, and said, you know what, <laughs> your people are chasing us and following us secretly, you know, we're just tired of this, just come get us, just tell them That's to stop. Hilarious. Nobody was even following them, they got paranoid. That must be some good stuff, well, man, that was a great. 911 dispatcher was like, sure, where are you, we're at the gas station, we just like this to end by now, <laughs> just set the people right on over. <laughs> That's a good one. That's oh, awesome. Well, have, have a great birthday, enjoy your time. Thanks. At, uh, Disney's adventure. Yeah, I've never even been. And I'm afraid of heights. And I heard that it's all roller coasters. Yeah, you have a good time. I'm excited. You'll have a good time. Yeah. Are you doing anything this weekend? Uh, nope. Probably not. Nope. You're heading back to New Hampshire no, Monday? No, I'm going to Nicaragua. Oh, Nicaragua. How long yeah. are you going to be down there? Uh, probably about 10 days. Wow. Yeah, wow. It depends on what has to be accomplished. How how many days a month do you actually spend depends. down there? Depends. Some months 7, some months 12. It just it just depends on what needs. I mean, it depends on what the work level is. Right. It has a lot to do with where the tobacco is and how ready or not ready it is. And so I are you traveling a lot more as a cigar manufacturer now than you were as? I travel a lot because you got to understand. You know, I was so I don't know that I'm traveling more, but I'm still probably traveling. And say, look, it's it's a business that requires a lot of travel. Yep. It just simply is. I think one of the most underestimated things people who get in this business realize. Yeah. I, My, our, our friend Eric Espinosa for years, like, didn't travel. I kept telling him, you just got to get out there, man. You got to hit the road. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. And, it's a lot. But look, you, you, it's, not like no, it's not like someone forced me to do this. No. So. No. Well, listen, we wish you really the best of luck, Steve. Keep doing the great job you're doing. I mean, as humble as you are, you don't like to talk about it. Obviously, you got a great following. People are loving your cigars every, everywhere I go. Delicious. So, Sacalicious. So, Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. And uh, we, we, we don't know who's going to be on next week yet. No, we do we not. cancellation, but yep. we'll have somebody good next week. And you've you got no plans, obviously, this weekend. No, I'm just... Uh, what about I, you? I, I don't mean, like Let's to do ask anything. you. What do you Well, this we're weekend? taking the sockers out for lunch afterwards. I don't Where are you going? Uh, hibachi. Ooh. Over here, one oh. of the best places around. Obviously, the kids love the hibachi. Is that open that. on Saturdays before four? Yeah. yeah. And um, tomorrow, my oldest daughter has a Bloomingdale's audition, so I have to drive down Yay. to Miami. I have to drive down to Miami at 8 in the morning. Ah. Lovely. Is that why you wanted to know if I was going to be around? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Definitely not. 
So, Steve, thank you for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. You have regaled us with knowledge <laughs> and information. It really was a good show. Appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. No, I, I, I love, know I love coming on. Well, good. Thank we, you. we very much enjoy having it. I'm sure we will definitely have you back when you have more stuff to talk about, especially cigars that you don't even need to sell because <laughs> they sell themselves, as you said in a previous instance. <laughs> But that was during a break, and nobody really caught that except for me. Uh, we've really enjoyed being here at the Cassidy Monte Cristo here in Boynton Beach, Florida. Special thanks to Steve Saka for wonderful information. And Tiffany, don't forget Tiffany. And oh, special t- thanks to Tiffany. Tiffany was fantastic. We, Experiment Rhino. We, Check we, her out. Yes, absolutely. It's been a great show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with more great content and information. Until then, make sure you check out the Kiss My Ass Radio, Radio Facebook page, participate in the caption contest, and the iconic Recluse Poll of the Week. Cast your vote, and you can take home a five-pack of Recluse cigars. Till next week, keep it lit. Spirit Rhino, West Palm Beach, is the number one place to party in South Florida, featuring the hottest ladies performing daily. Spearmint Rhino offers $20 dances anytime. $10 dances on Tuesday with half-price champagne rooms. $3 premium drinks Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Get here early, Friday and Saturday, for half-price bottle service till 1 a.m. Spearmint Rhino features the hottest in new music with a party atmosphere that can't be beat. Parties are our specialty, so let us host your bachelor or bachelorette party. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year. With numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sun Grown or Maduro.